Hey everyone, it is Chris, your number one ghost host, and you're a Disney detective, and you're watching my Disney addiction. Wah, 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 wah. What was that, Greg? What is that? Do you remember that? You remember at the beginning of those Disney Channel movies and the TV show, like, "Hi, I'm Ricky Ullman, and you're watching Disney Channel." Oh, they do uh, that. Mickey there. Mouse outline. I know, I thought it was pretty cool, and then I slipped on some piece of paper halfway through and I fall down, but anyway. <laughs> I remember that. Podcast, everybody. So, hope everybody's doing well. I hope, if you guys have been following our Instagram um, and Facebook, Greg has uh, accepted a challenge for himself. I put it on myself. Which was, he had to wear a, dis- a different Disney t-shirt for every day of the week. And you did it. I see how far I could go. Right? That was 31 days? Yeah, a full month. A full month. And I still have more. <laughs> My wife is blown away from the couch right now. She's like, who owns that many Disney t-shirts? Um, this guy. They don't yeah. call me the Disney detective for nothing. I know. See, well, I've actually never counted the amount of sheer Disney apparel that I had. So I was like... This will be interesting. I might, you know, make it to two, three weeks. And then afterward, I'm like, holy smoke, they're still coming out of the closet. Yeah. Let's just keep it rolling. And, you know, every every um, every day I try to do a different post. I try to make a different design or funny pose, things like that. So hopefully I think you, you guys have been enjoying <laughs> it. Let me know. And if any of you want to continue the Disney shirt challenge, let me know. Because I, uh, you know, surprisingly, I will run out. So let me know, and then you can pick up, <laughs> pick it up. We'll we'll make this thing a Disney trend, and before you know it, it'll go viral. So let's do it. Yeah, I was looking at the Instagram pictures. I'm like, you have that like Instagram like face, like Stop. nice chin, Stop. good hair, you know, all <laughs> that stuff. And then if I go on Instagram and take pictures of myself, I'm like, <laughs> that's me. Hey, it's me. Go over, oh, Chris. Oh. So yeah, so uh, I'll try to avoid staying on the going on the Instagram. Well, hey, I might have to pass the baton to you, my friend. Yeah, yeah, no, no. we want to keep <laughs> our followers. You know, this face. I have a face for radio, my friend. Um, face so, for radio, yes. Yep, yep. It's a true statement. Um, so today we're going to be talking about something that. It was very, very hard for me to pick out. Um, and I think for Greg, it was tough too. We will be talking about uh, our top five Disney Channel original movies. What? what? Yes, a top blast five. in the past. And this is where we can pick any and all that have happened within the whole history of the Disney Channel original movie era. So I think yep. it started, what, in the early 90s and it might even be going on still with Descendants? Not sure. I haven't really kept up, but my bread and butter is like the late 90s, early 2000s. So I am getting ready to jump into the into the no, isn't it nostalgic pool. No, it was... It would have been... Even then, it probably would have been the early 2000s to the mid-2010s. Like 2010s, because... Okay. If, because if you were born in, in 96... Me? Yeah, when, when were you born? 94? It was 93. 93, <laughs> <Well>, whatever. 
So 93. So that and, means... and, and, and... Okay, so maybe 99. You might have started watching some of the Disney Channel original movies. I have a couple that were like made in the night in like 1998, 1997. I was looking at. So, so we'll see. But I see like you're like... probably the kind of guy that was late um, 2000s for when most of them. Dude, I think you might be surprised. I think you will be surprised. Okay. But we're going to have some fun with this. Um, it's going to be a great one. I I struggled because there are so many um, movies that I feel like are great and underrepresented for uh, what we have. So let's go ahead and get started. So Greg, why don't you go ahead and start off Ooh. with your number five. We're going to go from bottom of our favorites to the top once again. The top. Yes. Cause let's go, Greg. None of these are our least favorites. We love them just in different varying degrees. So like what Chris said, super tough to rank them and to choose what made it into my top five. five. I'm sure that we're going to do an honorable mention, um, you know, notice a little bit later on. But for me, number five, I think has to be Mom's Got a Date with a Vampire. Really? I think I've only saw that. I only saw that movie like once or twice. I didn't like yeah. it. Much. Yeah. I don't know. For me, I really liked it. It was, you know, the kids that were up against, you know, that big bad vampire. Like, no, Mom. No, this guy's bad. Bad news for you. And, you know, she's under his spell. And then they meet this vampire hunter. Um, who actually is Lizzie McGuire's father in the series. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, of course, I haven't watched it in a hot minute, but it, it was one of those that, that stuck with me. I loved the cast. I think one of the guys that, that plays in it, he was uh, Gary Giggles in Spy Kids in that uh, trilogy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> or whatever he used to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, yeah, I think, I think that's my number five. Um, just because when we thought about doing this as a podcast episode, that one was one of the first that popped in, into my mind. So I, I definitely have to, to honor it. Okay. All uh, right. How about you? Uh, oh man, this is tough. There's so many. I have actually a list of carry the one. <laughs> Thirteen movies that I want to mention. Oh, God. Uh, okay so top five this was tough this was really tough um gosh this is tough because i'm looking at my list now and i think i want to change it well me too i'm like okay can we move this around and yeah i don't know it's a good problem to have though because all these are just classic okay so ah okay i'm gonna switch it i'm gonna switch it i'm gonna switch it right now no way no way Guys, this this is happening in real time. Chris is switching this right now. This doesn't get any more real than this. I had number five as Xenon Girl of the 21st Century. Zenus the penis. Kicking her out of fifth, putting her in sixth, and moving on up Motocrossed. You know, I had Motocrossed for number five, and I switched it with my (laughs) mother's going to date with a vampire. (laughs) I mean, I liked Xenon Girl of the 21st Century. Um, I remember when I was a kid, I actually had a crush on the girl who played Xenon. Who didn't? But Motocross was awesome. I have, I love motorcycles. Um, I wanted to have a dirt bike when I was a kid. Eventually, my dad 
um, taught me how to ride a motorcycle and I got a motorcycle when I was in high school. Um, so I really liked the motocross um, vibe feel because um, in the late 90s, early 2000s, um, I was huge into like the X Games motif and everything, you know, Extreme biking, sports, skateboarding, yeah. skating, uh, motocross, all that. I was obsessed with that stuff back in the day. So, Do you have um, any um, any uh, like sport figures that stick out in your mind that like that were in the X Games? Like Tony Hawk, were you a fan of Tony Hawk? Yeah, Some I mean, there are bikers. Oh my gosh, there were so oh, man. I can't even remember. This is so long ago. I don't even remember their names anymore. Um, Dig deep. Dig deep. Oh my gosh, I can't even remember. Um, <laughs> I, I literally can't remember. I, I don't remember that at all. Besides Tony Hawk, but he was the most famous one. You shredded, bro. I can't remember. I mean, yeah, I, I can't remember. I mean, one of, one of my favorite parts of the Winter Olympics is snowboarding. Obviously, three-time gold medalist Sean White. What's up? Yep. But um, yeah, motocross was great. I like the story behind it. Um, yeah. It was really cool because, you know, it, it's really like, oh, will she get caught because she's, you know, uh, trying to be your brother? Yeah. So she can race and that's a really cool you know storyline that reminds me a lot of she's the man that amanda yeah. Bynes movie yeah that one is one of my kryptonites uh i always crack up watching that it's such fun um too bad amanda Bynes went a little cuckoo for cocoa puffs later on but oh yeah she phenomenal lost movie totally rewatchable in my book um yeah so i mean there's a lot of things i liked about the movie but um I think the one of the things is I remember the girl who played in the movie in when she went to the preliminaries she had green finger paint on and a lot of the guys were like I don't I don't get it but for some reason like you know by the end of the series like every guy had their fingers painted green <laughs> for like right. good luck or something right yeah yeah so, she convinced them Nice. Yeah, it was good. I liked it. So, Greg, number four. So, is is this one a Disney Channel original movie? My Date with the President's Daughter. It was. Okay, because I was looking it up and I'm like, it premiered in like the like Walt Disney's Wonderful World of Color or something. It didn't really say Disney Channel. So I it wasn't was, Disney Channel, but it was a Disney original like, okay. so movie. It was not made... Yeah, it was it was made for TV. It was not made for the movie theaters. Okay, so that one's going to be my number four uh, because well, you you can't go wrong with Will Friedle. I mean, yeah, come on, right. Eric Matthews yeah. from Phoenix World. Phoenix. <laughs> right, you can't go. <laughs> it's so good, but Will Friedle. My name is Dances with Squirrels. Oh yeah. <laughs> And then he has like the he, he, the, the, the he has a, he a the sucker. sucker. <laughs> oh my gosh, Eric Matthews! I think he was my favorite character out of Boy Meets World. Um, Here's what but, I hate though. Can we just what? one thing on that? Me Go and my wife it. both agree with this. I we hate how in the show as the years went on, they had to make Eric dumber. Yes, I mean there got yes there there was a point where it became too unrealistic be that you know airheaded yeah before he was kind of like you know the popular kid kind of a little bit dumber he wasn't the best at school but then like by the time he got to college it was like 
you were it's like they're just trying to make you look stupid yeah just to get a laugh yeah. and for me it didn't do it for me either so all right sorry agree. continue no no it's fine will Friedle, he also voiced ron stoppable in kim possible he did mm-hmm. he was terry mcginnis in batman beyond one of the best animated tv shows out there and he's just done a host of other things but um he was great in the title role and i don't know just the wacky and crazy adventures he goes on with the president's daughter the whole cast was great um i think didn't he take his dad's nice car and they went to um like there was this arcade and i remember he yep. got the president's daughter <laughs> i'm calling her the president's daughter because i don't remember her name well, let's just call her tina because okay. tina wanted a mood ring or something i think he got her a mood ring and i was always enthralled by that fabric that her dress had it was yeah. pink, like when when like uh, like she turned around and like the light hit it and like it turned all like i don't even know it was it was a weird dress white it was very weird it was like one of those pillows where if you would like brush it's a different color then you'd like you know brush it the opposite way then like the hairs stand on the other side it turns a different color it was something like that i'm like wow that's such an interesting well what's really weird about the movie too as i liked it how the dad's like oh you have a date with this girl you know fine you can take my car um here's my credit card but only use it in the case of emergencies and he drops it on all these fancy clothes and it's like did you need a leather jacket (laughs) well yeah of course of course it's the late 90s and it's wolf fredell and let's not forget how swinging that theme song was i've got a date with the president's daughter oh yeah my date with her so cool i mean it's one of the best theme songs ever it was a very good movie. I liked how um, when he pulls up to the address, he looks at it and he's like, uh, you just got played for a sucker. And then he goes up. He's, so if he knew he got played, he still goes up to the security gate. Right. He's like, hey, like, is there a different address like this? Or am I in, like wrong? And they're like, just go ahead. He's like, oh, okay. And then <laughs> like, how shocked would you have been if like, oh my gosh, this is actually the president's daughter. And then yeah. at the end of the movie, like the president's like, you know, I'm a nice guy. I'll let you take my daughter out again. And then you see them driving in the road and there's cop cars, cop cars, planes, helicopters, the whole yeah. nine yards. Yeah. It was the whole escort. <laughs> that was pretty was funny. Awesome. So I actually did. I do very much love that movie. It did not make my list. I wanted to make, put it on my list. Um, there's, there's so many movies I want to put on my list. Um, but I did not put that one on there. It, it was, I, I did think about it. It actually is not on Disney Plus. I was thinking about that because I'm like, I definitely need to watch this after we record this episode. But such tragedy. Uh, okay, so it's my right, turn. You. Yes, number four. Come on. Number Come four. On. Okay, here's for my Bring number it. four. It's one that I love. Um, I love the first one. Second one, and I think there's a third. Not a fan. Um, I love... Halloween Town. Halloween Town. I knew you were going to say that. Of course. Absolutely you're love the Haunted it. Mansion Man. I am the Haunted Mansion Man. I love um, that time of the year. I love the costumes. I love um, what people do. I like the fall, like the lights and stuff like that. Obviously, I mean, I love Christmas too. Um, but I loved Halloween Town. I love the concept of the of the of the um, show. So it's almost kind of like Harry Potter in a sense, where like the magical world kind of isolates itself because they were um 
manipulated her, you know, hunted after um, back mm -hmm. in the day. Um, but the way they do it, it's, it's very different than Harry Potter. It's very much like there's a bus that takes you and transports you into a different dimension of this world. And it's and it's just so cool because you have people that are full goblins just walking around, people with pumpkin heads, all these kind of things. It's just, it's yeah. very, very cool. I loved it a lot. Um, funny, the mother in that movie, you know who she was? Oh, I saw her recently and I was watching something. I'm like, hey, wait, that's that mom from Halloween Town. She was uh. April O'Neil from the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. No way. She was April? She was April O'Neil. Get out of here. Oh, yeah. wow. Let me check. Let me check. Let me check. Let me check. Okay. So I like that movie a lot. Why don't you go ahead and look it up for me while I talk? Oh, yeah. So Sure. Oh, oh, here. Um, I was watching a Grimm episode, and she was the mother of of this of this one daughter that was in it. I was like, mm -hmm. that's that Halloween Town mom. Anyway, okay. I'm, I'm going to look it up. What do you need me to look up again? <laughs> Look up Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 1989 oh, yeah. or 19 yeah I think it was 1989. Okay. Um so so that movie was really really cool. I liked how um oh my god. I liked how I like these movies and I can't even remember this. The main character's name I know. Um what was her name? What was her name? Tina. We're Tina. going with Tina. <laughs> Tina. We're no. going Tina. Do you know her name, Stephanie? Uh, whatever her whatever her name was. Um <laughs> she feels like this world is wrong like there's some weird things going on and like her grandmother's a witch and comes and visits every once in a while the mom's a witch and just tries to hide it all these things i just think it's really cool and then they run away they go find the grandma in halloween town um the mom's old fling isn't it, the ma isn't the grandma debbie reynolds i think it is debbie reynolds Wow. Okay. Anyway, sorry for interrupting. Go ahead. But um, but then the old fling from high school, um, is the mayor now, and he's just super weird. Um, I, the mask that he had on was really creepy when I was younger. I was like, ooh, that's creepy. Um, yeah. So I, I I I liked the music in the movie too. It was very lighthearted. I don't know. I loved it all. I thought it was a great movie. So I yeah. would have to say Halloween Town is my number four. So so for me, Debbie Reynolds for the grandma. My wife is checking this out. What, what was the what was Judith Wegg? Yeah, 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 she was April O'Neil. So, I just found that Sam Rockwell was the head thug in that movie. Sam Rockwell, really? <laughs> yeah, he's head thug. Um, but yeah, for for me and Halloween Town, um, I enjoyed it. I think when I watched it, I was at an age where I think it scared me, mm -hmm. just because back then it seemed like Disney. Not only could they do really good, just lighthearted movies, but just the way that they did, like the costume design and the storylines yeah. of some of their. It's scary. Like, do you remember that one TV show, So Weird? Yeah. So Wait. Weird? When did that come out? Why it was like mid, mid to late 90s. It was a Disney Channel series. It scared hmm. the living daylights out of me. Like, and I just remember, yeah, it was so, it was so scary for me. I just remember the mom was like walking out of like this big fire pit and I think she was like possessed by the devil or something. I'm like, this is a Disney Channel show. I'm yeah. freaking out here. And they also did like Don't Look Under the Bed. I do remember that one. That one gave me nightmares to no end. 
Well, there was a lot of things that were back in the early 90s that I thought were like for kids really like kind of creepy. Yeah. But like yeah. they had a whole Goosebumps shows based off of the books. So like the the Haunted Mask or whatever it was, um, okay. Night in the Haunted Tower was one or the Castle Haunted Castle or something. But like that and then Nickelodeon had a bunch of scary things too. They had like Are You Afraid of the Dark and things yeah. like that. Yeah, uh, Tales from the Crypt. Yeah. It you was, know, yeah. so, dude, like us ninety, us us 90s kids definitely weren't spared anything like like uh, kids are now. That's for sure. So um, you yeah. liked it, but wasn't enough to put on the list. Yeah, yeah, and I don't think I've ever seen Halloween Town two or three. Is Halloween Town two like Return to Azkabar or something like that? Yeah, right? I think they're a little bit older, but I think the third one. Um, the girl, she's actually grown up and is actually like, I don't know if she's like a teacher now or something. Okay. Yeah, that did ring a bell. Anyway, yeah, but very solid pick for number four. Uh, your number, Trace. Dude, I see this is when it gets tough it, if it isn't, if it wasn't tough already. Um, man. I swear to God, I'm oh. going to kill you because I know, I know which one's your top one. And these one, three and two are going to make me mad. Oh, it's so tough. I'm like, which one to... See, do you okay. see that? Like, my lip curl like this. <laughs> and it's like... Here it comes. Here it comes. I kn- that's a look of disgust because I know what you're going to say. Really? So just go ahead and say okay. it. Okay, so number three is going to be the 13th year. Really? Yes. I what? really like that. Yeah. I Get out of here. Weird. <laughs> no, I'm staying. I'm staying put. It's, my, it's the 13th year. It was such a cool thing because I think was it thirteen? Was, were you thirteen when it came out? No, I gotta look it up. I want to say it came up, came out in uh, like two thousand, maybe. Okay, you explain the movie and I'll look it up. Yeah. So I mean, basically, it was this kid who's you know he's very gifted at water sports and swimming, and then on his thirteenth birthday, you know, he noticed this slow transition into like he's developing scales he's super thirsty um he can't be out in the sun for too long and get dehydrated Um, he loves like he he can't get out of the water and i believe that there was also like a mermaid uh love interest maybe but um it came out in 1999 99 that's right yeah so i would have been around six but it was really cool because as a six-year-old, I was thinking, well, when I turn 13, will I, something happen to me? Will I get superpowers or will I become something? I just remember one of the biggest uh, quotes that, to this day, my family still does is, uh, I think, uh, I think when one of his friends comes in and, like, he finds out that he's a mermaid, he's like, whoa, you're a mermaid? And then they all look at each other like, merman, because he's not a maid. So uh, we got a kick out of that. We still quote that to each other every so often. Um, but again, just the wardrobe department, the uh, prosthetics, they were so real. And it was just a very cool movie. I liked how, you know, especially in, in that era, but like the main character, he was one to like be friends with a lot of different cliques. And I remember one of his friends, he was more of the, you know, shy, introverted, reticent, uh, kids who get picked on, but yet I think that that kid helped him save the day. Oh my gosh, I just thought of another Disney Channel original movie that I didn't put in my top five. I'm gonna have to do some. <laughs> oh man, 
All right, yeah. but you already have your number three, and you Dude. have two and one set up. So oh, now it's no. my turn. It's, it's my turn. Stone, I can't change it. I can't change it. So yes, okay, fine. My thirteenth year is number three. Okay, oh, here man, we I go. Just, I just thought. Of yep, that. yep. There it is. There it is, oh. folks. All right, so my okay, number. Okay, no, no. We are definitely doing honorable mention. Okay, that's our... fine. Okay, okay. We have Cause we have because I have seven honorable mentions. I, um, I probably have the same amount. So for number trace for me, I have to give the love uh, to my wife's heritage here. I have to go with the luck of the Irish. That's my number two too. That's my number three. All right. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> so the luck of the Irish is, and since this is your number two, we can kind of just uh, banter back and forth a little bit. Yeah. Um, I loved the the whole idea of it, like. This kid who came from an Irish heritage, his parents and family, well, his mom and grandfather are leprechauns, and he gets luck, essentially. That's why he's good at homework. He's good at sports. He's tall. He always finds money, like all these things. And um, the grandpa says later down in the movie, he says, um, uh, he's like, it's always the young ones that get all the luck because he has this little um, gold piece that is a symbol of their family, the O'Reilly's. And he wears it around his neck it's like it's very important and whenever and it just so happens in the show they talk about you know heritage week or whatever heritage day or whatever and they he has no idea really where he's from he just knows that he's from ohio or something and (laughs) whenever he brings it up his mom just tries to act it off normally and all this stuff um so i just like it i think it's really funny um and i mean i feel like great Huh? The villain. the villain is great, and he's actually um, Lassiter. No, not Lassiter. Lassie. Yeah, yeah. Lassie from. Lassie. Uh, it's Detective Lassiter, right? But but yeah. But then Sike. somebody calls him Lassie. Yeah. From Sean does. Psych is my favorite TV show, so I'm I'm definitely with you on that. Um, so um, yeah, he's a great villain, and I just loved like when he started sort of transforming into a leprechaun you know how like he he got uh his, his hair dyed and then he noticed that he was getting shorter and shorter yep it was great it was great it was great it was great i mean i thought the music in the in the show in the movie was great uh, i mean it was like irish but then it was like a little bit of irish rock rock a little bit um yeah. and i like how the grand grandfather in there he's a little bit weird and nuts and it's i don't know i i when when they do the whole test like he has to go through these um sports events that was big back in ireland like yeah it's all these things and i I thought it was really funny um i like the way that the movie ends and it's just like the luck's not you know a piece of gold it's within you it's the fact that you are irish you are who you are so that is my number three. I have to go with the look of the Irish. I think it's an, yep. one of the best Disney Channel original movies ever. For sure, for sure. And you know, you pretty much uh, said what I wanted to for 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 me talking about Luck of the Irish. It it was one of the ones that I remember watching the most on repeat. Like you know, I would record it on VHS just to watch it again. Yep. And so now, like, the tape's all staticky just because I've watched it so many times. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, everything that you said, love the whole story through and through. I love the little adventures they go on, you know, trying to, you know, 
uh, he learns about his heritage with also, you know, saving his family, things like that. Um, but now, I guess I'm going to call an ad lib. And since you already said Luck of the Irish and said all the great things about it, I'm going to slide in. No. Um, no. Number two, Smart House. Smart House. My yes. wife is happy from the couch. Smart okay, House. Okay, yes. Yes. Thank you, Stephanie. Yeah, so Smart House, I loved. That's another one that I rewatched hardcore. Because. Um, I mean, what kid didn't want a smart house? Of course, before it went all rogue, but it's so cool. Like a, you know, who wouldn't want a robotic house that can trap like you inside and kill you? Like I said, before the <laughs> house went all rogue. <laughs> so like, who didn't want a room where all of their walls were pretty much projectors and you could listen and jam the Bewitched all day? I mean, come on. Um, Bewitched, huh? Yeah, the, the girl group Bewitched. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, so yeah, Smart House was great. Uh, again, I mean, Disney just, I don't know what it was. It was just lightning in a bottle or just during that time. They had a great story, great actors, and just the way it was set up. Um, even even the graphics still hold up, surprisingly. So I, I, I love that the story pays just as much attention to the kids as it does to their dad and then his love interest as well as Pam, yeah. the house. So I think it was a very flushed out movie. And yeah, again, it's just whenever I think about it, it makes me want to watch it again. Yeah, actually, funny thing the the Pam the the um the house maybe. house you yeah the house that. The, the smart house the AI house uh, controlling thing kind of like Jarvis. Um, she was actually uh, Mrs. Bundy in um, oh my gosh, what is that show? Married with Children. And oh, okay. She is also Gemma from Sons of Anarchy, which is like the head mom of the Sons of Anarchy. Really? She likes playing mom. So I think she was the mom in Eight Simple Rules. Yep. That John Ritter show. That was a good one. So there's a, so she, I like her as an actor a lot. Um, yeah, she's great. So that one did not make my list. Um, it is in my honorable mentions. My wife says I'm wrong, but that's okay. She can be wrong. You are wrong, Chris. I'm not wrong sense. because there's two others that I think are better. Um, okay, yeah. dish out. What, number, number two. Number two for me. Remember, remember the time period again in which this has happened. My number two would have to be Brink. Oh, Brink. That's not okay. Nice. I like that one. That's good. I like the bad guy in the. I think his name was. Um, Tina. No, was it Lars? Uh, Lars whatever it was, but the bad guy in the in the show in the movie was just—he was a complete jerk, d-bag. <laughs> That's all he was. Um, and I liked the whole. Once again, the X Games skater like that's what I did. What Brink did, that's what I did for. Like I did a little bit of skateboarding, a little bit of BMX, but like inline skating, Ooh, that yeah. kind of thing is what I did actually. And that's it's all rage. So if you look at my nose, it's actually crooked. Oh, a that little is bit, yeah. Yeah, that is because I was at a skate park and I went face first into a metal rail. Oh. And I broke my nose and I woke up in a pool of my own blood. Oh my God. Yep. Were you with anybody or? Yeah, I mean, I was with uh, friends, but you know, we were all skating and all of a sudden it's like one of your friends Where's falls it? and like, all of a sudden like a bunch of, I woke up once again in a pool of my own blood. Everybody was around me. Oh. 
So my nose is crooked because of that. Wow. Dude, so that was, wow. That was that is nuts. Yeah, I mean I was I was definitely into inline skating as well. I just I stayed earthbound and I was just you know, in my little cul-de-sac, minding my own P's and Q's, but wow, yeah. That's that's crazy. Good yeah. car. I was jumping onto a rail to do a like a grind across the rail. Ooh, and fancy. my my foot slipped. It was essentially it was like a, a weird pose where both of your feet are crossed, but then you bend down and you put your front weight. So it's like you're essentially like overextending your body to try to keep balance. So it's like a hard balancing act. And when I did, my one foot slipped out and I went face first right into the rail. So that was fun. Wow. I loved it. I thought the music in it was great. I mean, it was based in, I think, in like California. So it was like that late 90s summer vibe, which was really cool. The idea of sponsorship. Right. Yeah. So speaking of sponsorships, what were the team names? Do you remember? Like what? What was Suds Buckets? Suds Buckets and something like that. Oh my gosh! I totally forgot what the other one was called. That's like the good. Yeah, that's the, the good, good one. Bad guy team. Um, what was the bad I, guy team? Oh, I forgot what the bad I'm guy look, one was. I have to look it up. Frank said. But like, it was a great movie. I loved it a lot. I thought it was. It. I think it hit all the cylinders. Where it's like. You know, this kid's trying to earn money to help his family because the, their dad loses their job. The dad loses his job, and um, Brink is trying to. He's part of this group of skaters, his friends, that don't believe in selling out to sponsors. And then there's the bad group that believe in sponsors. Well, Brink is the best skater out of all of them, so he's like trying to hang out with the, his friends, but then also yeah. secretly trying to hang out with the other team and get the money for the sponsorship. So it's one of those like kind of like trying to do the good thing, but you're trying to hide it from your friends and it's just not working well. So mm-hmm. no, it was it was good. I enjoyed it a lot. Cool. And so that would be my number two. So you already said your number two now. I did. So I did. number one, and I know what it is for you. Should we do no. honorable mentions no. before no. one? No, 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 no. no. Okay, okay, number fine. One. I want you to guess, and then I'll guess yours. High School Musical. No. Really? No. no. Okay, guess mine. Um. No, Phantom no, no! Don't look the... at, don't look at them all. Come on. Phantom of the Megaplex. No, 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 no! What is wrong with you? <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. Okay, fine. Seriously though, Johnny Tsunami. Yes, Johnny Tsunami is the best Disney Channel original movie. You know what, Chris? I agree. That's mine too. What? I That's thought mine. I thought you said um, High School Musical was your favorite. Oh well, okay. I, I might have said that a couple years ago on my Disney Detective channel, but uh, I've since retooled it and I've I've noticed the error of my ways. It's Johnny Tsunami. Johnny Tsunami is the best. Yes. How's it? Oh, yeah, how's I it? mean, it's so good. And not only is it, not only does it deal with surfing and snowboarding, yep. it deals with the whole culture shock of how different Hawaii is. Yep. You know, to Colorado, and that's really no, cool. No, it wasn't Colorado, was it? Didn't they was move it to Utah? 
No. Colorado. Vermont? Vermont. Connecticut? No, was it was Vermont. Yeah, it was yeah, Vermont. Yeah, was it Vermont? Yeah. Okay, well, a place where it, that has no. But yeah, it was that cool, like, shock to see how different, yeah. you know, kids are and society is and just the climate in general. So, yeah, great movie through and through. Um, they did make Johnny Capahalo back on board, which is like Johnny Tsunami 2, but it was with, I think, Longboards. Didn't really do it for me, and it was made like eight years after the first, so... Yeah, uh, Johnny Capahala, I loved it. And the grandpa from the movie <laughs> was also um, Shang Tsung from the original Mortal Kombat movie. I haven't seen that one. Yep. So, yeah, I thought the movie was awesome. I mean, s- surfing is like something that everybody wants to try. And yeah. like the story of his grandpa going out and surfing and saving somebody's life. And then how Johnny is trying to live up to this surfboarding name. And then you have like um, the urchins and you have the preps um, on either sides of the mountain. Um, The skiers and the snowboarders. Yeah. And you have actually the two owners of the shops, the ski shop and the snowboarding shop are actually brothers. Mm -hmm. And like that whole dynamic, um, family dynamics, how the dad doesn't want him to become like his surfer bum dad. Like his, right. And so it's like all these things. And then Johnny and his friend, you know, take a military plane out to Hawaii <laughs> and sneak out there. I mean, it was just like a, it's such a good, good movie. I loved it so it much. I know. It's a feel good movie. Um, you're And you really root for Johnny. Yeah. You really do. And they just do a marvelous job at just continuing that emotion throughout the whole Fun movie. fact, the girl in the movie is actually, I think, uh, the girl who played uh, Xenon in the 21st century. You're, you're right. You are right. So. Yeah. She doubles up. All interconnected. Making her round. So. Mm. <laughs> Not that way, Grim. <laughs> um, <laughs> come on, get your mind out of the gutter, people. Yeah. Okay, so, since we both agree, Johnny Tsunami. And that's is, rare that we agree. <laughs> It is very rare because um, the only reason why I agreed to do this podcast with you is just to show people how much I disagree with you. Hey, you know, if, if that's if that's your your uh, motivating factor, then I'm, you know, I'm glad that we did it. Yeah, what's up? What's up? I uh, disagree with you on the reason why. Well, see, we agree to disagree. Nope. Well, okay. see, for you, though, that's the I at least do. You're like, you're wrong. This is my way or the highway. But yet... I know that I'm right deep down. And that's why The Road to El Dorado is the best animated movie ever. It beats any I other Disney movie. I will kill <laughs> you. I will kill you. Try to punch me through the screen, Chris. I dare you. I want to. I heard your wife laughing, I think. Yeah, my wife was laughing because she thinks you're dumb. <laughs> it's not true. It is not the best. And it me is. and my wife actually do like El Dorado. It is a very good movie. It is a great movie. I think the animation is great. The colors are great. The songs are great. Songs. The characters are great. Everything. I still think Lion King beats that. Oh, Lion King is just. I think. I swear. To, I swear. I will kill you if you say anything bad about Lion King. I. I am at the verge of like shutting this Zoom meeting down. I, I think. I think it's overdone. I think it's overplayed, over talked about. It's too much. <laughs> it's, it's it's great, but it's not that great. I'm sorry. <laughs> My wife's just like, 
we're gonna have, me, and my, me and my wife are gonna have a serious talk. We're gonna have a serious talk about our relational stance moving forward from that comment. <laughs> Lion King, overblown. People, if you like Disney, tell Craig he's wrong. No, stop talking. Stop, where, stop understand talking. Where I'm coming from, no, guys. people, do not be. be in your heart. Do, no, do not be manipulated. Let understand this. The complexity of the Lion King is like you're getting brainwashed. It is the best thing. It's, it's like going to Harvard University or Cambridge or Oxford, and then there's Whitewater. You went there. You went there, but hey, you know or what? Milwaukee. Whitewater. See, in, at Whitewater, you have meet more down-to-earth people. You have better stories, and you get the same education at a fraction of the cost, which is what DreamWorks did in terms of the budget as compared to Lion King. Fraction of the cost, and you have a much better wholesome movie. Oh, me and you are gonna go at this. Okay, we're gonna oh, stop with okay, that. We're, we're throwing we're throwing we're gonna go we could i could go at this all day with you because you're wrong you're so wrong on so many Ooh. levels see i like that you think i'm wrong because i know that you are the one who's misguided sir. no because everybody knows that i'm right everybody, everybody see everybody imbd rotten tomatoes you have cinematic reviews you have oscars you have all about we the songs everybody agrees that the lion king even financially outbeats Rodel Dorado by a landslide. Wait, or uh, you keep getting quiet. Nobody heard what you said. Like, like a stampede, like a stampede of wildebeest. Yeah, one of the most emotionally devastating scenes that pretty much everybody agrees with. Did it take Fasa them like dies. over a year to animate just that scene? I think that's what. I think that's I how long know. it took them. It's insane, but hey, I'm not I'm not dissing the Lion King. I just think it's a little too overdone. You know, it sort of lost its taste for me because I'm always hearing about it. I'm always seeing it. I've watched it a lot, so maybe that's just the reason why. Like maybe I like Rodel Dorados because it's one of those gems where you know I can I haven't really seen as much as the Lion King. It is a gem. I'm not saying it's not a gem. But what I'm saying is you're, you're taking something that's like, you're, you're saying it's a, I'm saying it's like a eight carat diamond versus a 50 carat diamond. They're not the same, they're made of the same stone, but the quality and the actual value are very different. Ooh, okay, okay. I mean, I mean, uh, if, if that's what you believe, then, uh, then you know, live it, commit to it, man. I want to kill you. you. I... <laughs> Did you hear my wife? Anastasia? Anastasia. You know, I've seen it once, and that was when I was like six. I don't remember a whole lot of it. I, isn't there a bat in there? There is a bat. A crazy weird bat. Yeah. And, um, yeah, true to life, she doesn't live. The real Anastasia dies. No way. Yeah. Okay. Um, look up Russian history. Didn't go well. Um, uh. So, um, besides that tangent, people, um, and by the way, like, comment, subscribe, and then show Greg that he's wrong by your comments. 
No, I did I not need you guys say to no. Warm behind me. No. Come out, come out and show yourself. You shall be rewarded. Get this clear, people. I did not say El Dorado sucks. I did not say it's bad. I say the lines, I you said you I said the Lion King is far and beyond what El Dorado is. City of Gold. The, El Dorado had the Disney Renaissance to build off of. They did, but they uh, just did a little bit better. I'm sort of um, and making my statements a little bit more hyperbolic, maybe just to get under your skin a little bit. But you know, I I, I do believe it. That's that's cool. That's cool. That's that's cool, bro. That's that's cool, bro. All right, so let's move on here. Yeah. Um, honorable so, mentions, right? Honorable mentions. Yes. So let's. I got a whole handful here. Why don't I read off what I got? And got then it. You can read off what you got. Okay. What I have All here right, is, I, like I said, like you said, um, you said smart house. I agree with you there. Date with the president's daughter. I agree with you. I do have to throw in, you know, like I said, Xenon Girl of the 21st Century. Yep. Uh, Fan, uh, Phantom of the Megaplex. Yep. Um, smart House said that. Uh, Genius, I have to say. <gasps> oh, I forgot about that one. Yeah. Genius. Uh, what else that, do I have? That's where I learned this slick trick. Remember? The eyebrows thing? Lick, you lick the pinky and the index uh, finger, and then... Yeah, don't do that. That was the coolest thing when I was a kid. I was like, oh my gosh, I know how to do that. I look so sweet. Disney Channel movies. Don't do that. Okay, and then what we have here, I also have um, Alley Cat Strike. I don't remember if you remember this one, Twas the Night. So Twas the Night, um, it had the guy from Breaking Bad in it. And... um, Jesse? Aaron Paul? Huh? Aaron Paul? I don't know, whoever the old guy was. Oh, um, Brian Cranston. Yeah, he was pretty much the uncle in the in the show to these kids, and they get this little ball that allows them to get into houses, and that's how Santa puts presents there. But he yes. uses it to steal things. I forgot the title, but yes, I remember that. Uh, so that is that movie, and then there is another movie that um, you may have heard of. It is called H E Double Hockey Sticks. Dude, I was gonna, I was gonna say that in my list. Yes, H E Double Hockey Sticks. Yep, I Isn't don't that think also with Will Friedle. It is. And then another one I have to throw in there that I really like is Jumping Ship. Ooh, okay, that sort of triggered a little memory in my mind, but it's not, it's not there enough for me to fully remember it. What's it about, Jumping Ship? So it's from it's it's a sequel to um what is it um horse sense horse sense I think it was with the two brothers what are the they're actually all related I forgot what the brothers' names are um, oh the, the the Lawrence brothers the Lawrence brothers that's it uh, so the two brothers you know do this movie uh, where they you know this rich kid has to go to a ranch and whatever so they build a relationship because they're cousins actually. In the second in the second movie, Jumping Ship, the two cousins, which are actually brothers, not in the show, like like the actors are actually brothers. In real life, yeah. yeah but in the show, these two cousins 
the rich kid decides to take his cousin who's out, who does a horse ranching out on a yacht and whatever. And um, the guy who's running the yacht, one of the other Lawrence brothers, um, takes them out, you know, some pirates come after them and they uh, essentially get stranded on a, on a beach for I think like a couple of days. So okay. it was a it was a very good movie. I just liked it. I thought it was fun between the all the brothers. I want to say I've seen that. Yeah, it's so like deeply embedded into the recesses of my memory. So those are the handful of movies that I have. <laughs> Ooh, good good handful, good handful. So for mine, I'm going to verge into a little bit more recent Disney Channel original movies. But I'll start with Xenon, and even Xenon the sequel. Like that one was good too. Um, I liked Up, Up, and Away. Remember that one? Yeah. Oh, was that the super? Yeah, that's the superhero one. It's with, the superhero one. Yeah. yeah. Where like the like the bad guys, they have this mind control device or something like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah they, and then the they, superheroes go to this school, and up in like space or something, right? No, I I think you're thinking of Sky High. Sky that's, High. That's that, what I'm. That thinking. was a dope movie. That I love that movie. But anyway, Up, Up, and Away is about. It's sort of like Sky High, I think, where um the like the main character he doesn't have his superpowers yet and his brother like he's super fast his dad is like eagle man like he can fly yes i I do remember this movie now yes yeah like what his i forget what his mom does maybe she's like like, really elastic but um are you just replacing incredibles with this movie (laughs) you know what uh it did cross my mind but i'm like no i'm pretty sure that his dad's eagle man but you're right though um but yeah, great, great movie there. Uh, loved the ending and his sidekick was hilarious. I, um, so up, up and away. Xenon. Quince. You remember Quince? So there's this girl. She's probably like 15, 16. She also played at Halloween Town. As like the main girl. Okay. Tina. <laughs> yeah. Um... And then her parents give birth to five twins, so Quint. And so it's just them, yeah, like the crazy hilarity that ensues yeah, I don't, with, you know, five babies. I don't remember this movie at all. Okay. How about this? You have to remember The Other Me. You have to remember The Other Me. Why does that sound so familiar? It's with the, it's with the Lawrence brother, and it was made, I think, in 2000. So basically, this kid, um, he accidentally clones himself with this like create your own sea monkey tank and then you know he stays home while his clone goes to school but then his um, clone becomes like super popular well liked I just remember one scene it's it's etched in my mind because the first time the clone gets to school he sees a water fountain or a bubbler for the first time and then when he tries it he doesn't know how to drink out of it so he starts like chomping and eating at the water he's like yeah. And I was like, that's such a weird thing. And I, I tried it at school, in elementary school. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. I'm cool. So Yeah. I think I've seen the movie once. I don't remember. It's that. good. It's good. Um, so I like that one. A little bit uh, more recent, Wendy Wu, Homecoming Warrior with Brenda Song. That's, no idea. That's great. No? Okay. Um, so basically, yeah, like she's this popular girl. It's been a while since I've seen it, but... Um, she finds out that, like, she's related to this one, you know, ancient uh, dynasty of Chinese fighters or whatever. And so she, like, her her natural instincts and 
generational skills come up and you know she she becomes this like VA version like a like a female Jack and Chan um <laughs> the next one uh Eddie's million dollar cook-off remember that one I do remember that one okay yep so like it, the, it was like a baseball theme but Eddie just loved to cook mm. and like his dad he, thought it was a girl's he, thing to do yeah yeah and then like no matter what Eddie like threw together it turned out delicious it was like mm-hmm. he had he had like the magic hands or whatever um what else this, there was a super weird one it was called stepsister from planet weird I remember think I've seen that, it as it's creepy because I think like the stepsister and her family like they're aliens but they're like in bubbles or whatever it was really really weird um and here let me look at my list because I was trying to go off of just memory but I have a couple more here listed of course Phantom of the Megaplex yep Motocross yep um Poof Point you remember Poof Point it's sort of like that Zac, Zac Efron movie Seventeen again, where like the like the grandparents they they uh, find a way or they accidentally become young again. And then I think I slightly to, remember it. Yeah, like relive their adolescence in like today's world, but they're yeah. so old fashioned. So it's just really funny. It's with like Tia and Tamara Mori or TJ Mori. Um, yeah. That's really good. And wasn't there one called like Pound? Like a one with a crazy dog, and Ed Begley Jr. I'm pretty sure. It oh, might be. One. I just don't remember it. Yeah. So there were there were some other ones, but those are the ones that that come to my mind. I mean, Disney just had a long string of hits that, like, it was good to be a kid in the late '90s, early 2000s. Honestly, we were, like, like cartoons, out, like kid shows in the '90s and the oh. early 2000s were great. Between Disney yeah. and Nickelodeon, oh. like. It was great. There were so was many things to watch. It was amazing. So, all right, you guys, that is pretty much going to wrap up our list. There was too many to discuss. Let us know what your favorite Disney Channel original movies are. Also, uh, let us know why Greg is wrong about El Dorado and why I am right about Lion King. Stand behind me. Let me know that that you guys are. That's are cool. You guys can stand up. behind him to throw rocks at him without him seeing. That's cool whatever you guys want to do just to let him know but um all right you guys it was a pleasure speaking with you guys me and greg are on the same page here on johnny tsunami um obviously super great so make sure you like comment subscribe follow us on facebook twitter instagram uh whatever the case may be and then that way if you guys do respond we're pretty quick to responding back to you guys and interacting with you guys as well so greg is there anything else that you wanted to add at this point no, just th- thank you guys for your support, uh, especially through this quarantine time. Uh, we just always love getting together, recording, just talking about anything and everything Disney. Hopefully you enjoy listening and now seeing us. And please let us know if there's anything else that you'd love us to talk about. We will more than happily do that, make an episode about it, maybe even bring you on. So who knows? Uh, just something exciting to think about. So make sure to you know comment, share, post, and just spread the Disney love. All right, you guys. You have a good one. Take it easy. Peace. Until next week. Until next week. Like a superhero, like up and away or something.
Same bat time, same bat channel. <laughs> oh my gosh. Same bye. Disney time, same Disney channel. People, leave while you can. <laughs>